episode 92 of Hello Black. On this episode, we talk about Black Radical Month, Black History Month. We also talk about We Are Our Own Liberators, a book by Jaleel Munta King. If you haven't heard already, make sure you tap in with the class that he's teaching. Go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash hellblackpower for more information. Fuck with us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> it's gotta get I even seen this shit today, bro. <laughs> Niggas just talking about like Jackie Robinson and it's Jackie Robinson Day. I'm like, bro, do you know what Jackie Robinson did in his fucking life? Like, have you studied him besides him being the first integrationist nigga in the, the MLB? Like, that nigga was a op. Yeah, that nigga was a snitch, bro. I mean, you feel me? Like, yeah. I think, like, I, yeah, he was a civil rights icon, but like, bro, come on, that nigga testified against Paul Robeson. And who is Paul Robeson? Huh? Who is Paul Robeson? Activist, organizer Yeah Actor, I believe too Hey, I I think about my introduction to to Black History Month At least on like a large scale Was through schools And we know the role that schools play In the co-opting Reduction and revisionist history Of um, folks that were involved In any black or African liberation efforts Uh and that's not to say I didn't get, you know what I'm saying, like the real game when I get home, but you got to think where I was spending most of my time at. You feel me? So you, when you think about school and then also media, they known for, you know, watering some shit down or not if propping up the wrong niggas. Yeah, it's propping up the wrong niggas and then watering down like the actual like radical legacy of like Martin Luther King mm-hmm. or just putting Rosa Parks in this one box like all she was was this person. Who sat on a bus? I, bro, and I think about integrated <laughs> like bro, like Rosa Parks was a lot more. Or even like, <laughs> even when you think about Rosa Parks, like they didn't, they never put the like the boycott shit that was happening, or the organizing shit that was happening around that time. They never connected to Rosa Parks. They never connect that whole movement to um, Rosa Parks refusing to give up her seat. Like they was like, oh, she was just so tired. That you know, like just one day she just said, "Fuck it." Like, no, nigga, this shit was planned and organized and a part of a movement. Like um, it wasn't just this moment <laughs> yeah. in history. Like niggas was actually organized for a specific reason. But if you if shit. you reduce things, then you're able to co-opt or you know what I'm saying like downplay what it was act- the, the 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 movement um, and efforts in their totality. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why you see it happening all the time. Like we was just talking about this in the in the uh, Pan Africanist workshops, right? Like. When they talk about what was going on during here with the Black Liberation Movement with the Panthers, they don't talk they about what like, was going on on the continent. They act you like that me? shit was happening separately. You know, like, like that <laughs> was Seko Torre and Kwame and Krumen and shit, right? They don't talk about that shit. Like, I would have thought they be talking about like Malcolm. That shit was like in the eighteen sixties or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> why that shit was happening before Christ, nigga? <laughs> I swear, like, that shit be wild, but. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's why. when you get a European American uh, colonial view of, of your history, nigga. That's why you, you gotta watch you like get your information from, bro? European American colonialist, you feel me? It's like fuck. Like even Jackie Robinson said, like his biggest mistake was integrating into the MLB. Because look at the Negro League. Like the Negro League was a, a, a foundational place. They took their to best wear. players. You feel, took the best players, nigga, and destroyed the whole. Niggas want to talk about black economy, nigga. They destroyed the whole black economy. You feel me? It wasn't just the Negro League. It was the hotels. It was the bars. All that shit was black. The gas stations. You feel me? It was a whole separate, you know, yep. economy that got destroyed by a nigga like Jackie Robinson integrating into the MLB and you when they talk about setting the, that precedent. You feel yep. me? And like nigga, that was. That destroyed, nigga. That was part of integration. 
Like niggas parade integration like it was some like moral high ground that these crackers decided to do and it couldn't be further from Nigga, the Nigga integration has always a- been a ploy to dismantle black power. Come on. Period. Come like on. when you think about the way that these <laughs> niggas nigga, talk this about shit the was an economic decision. Bro, when niggas talk about the Negro League, like nigga, when I when you as Look a kid, how many black baseball the, players are playing baseball today. But even then when you hear about the Negro League, they talk about like, you know, integration that they were saving these players from, you know, Playing in fucking backyards and, and shit like no nigga that was thriving nigga nigga they had a whole fucking like economy bro and that's why it's important bro like with this month and I see it some folks doing it it happens every year you know what I'm saying as as it should you know niggas is allowing you know folks to like a Martin Luther King for example like no nigga this nigga was anti capitalist you know what I'm saying towards the end of his shit he was fuck integration you know what I'm saying that nigga was starting to get more militant you know. And so, like, with someone like King, I think that's a approach that we have to have always, not just in Black History Month, but especially but especially in Black History Month when we know we're about to be getting this mass propaganda like we just had. And this is perfect timing, too, with this nigga Trump just getting removed and Kamala stepping into office, you know what I'm saying? All the, the Black Panther nigga, whatever the fuck his name was, the, the step and fetch nigga who's trying to save the Capitol. The black nigga who just got a raise, and then the black uh You called him a black panther. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> they saying he's a real black panther? That's what they were saying. The You didn't see the tweet? The cop? The cop, yeah. They was like, For this is the real black panther, yeah. Oh yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I seen No, bruh. not that. <laughs> not co- no, no. Yeah, like that nigga, and then isn't it the um the Secretary of Defense is a black nigga now too, right? Yeah, who yeah. was like a private contractor yeah. after he got out of the military and so shit. So like as we start seeing and all And then this- it was like a woman, like now who's the first like some high position. I, it was, uh, it was a by the name's Kathleen Hicks's first deputy defense secretary. And Come then I've seen this baby. meme. It says it's like these two people, brown folks, uh, Muslims. Is like they say the next ones will be sent by a woman. It's like a drone dropping a bomb. And then the woman's like, really makes you feel like you're a part of history as a bomb is being dropped. Like nigga, like this is the, like the represent the facade of representation, bro. All this shit is happening. They're giving you the first this, the first that, and this is why. A lot of shit in Black History Month pisses me off because that's how they celebrate. Is the first this, the first Negro who did this. It's like, bro, a lot of black folks was able to do that shit before, but white people just recognized it. Or like you they reduce us to all these these fucking symbolisms of imperial rule. Mm. Like, nigga, what about all the what about the niggas who like really what about the, in the first name nigga who up that chop? You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And <laughs> let you niggas have it. Let that motherfucker spread. Like, it's not. It's not black power. It's not black. <laughs> like why are all of our black history on a mass on a mass level has been reduced to the ways that we have upheld, boosted, and supported the imperial colonial yeah. fucking? Come on, like like you. That's but all it's like who is telling the history? Here. Them crackers. Who is controlling the media? Come on, you feel me? Then that's why I like black radical. Uh, platforms like Hello Black and other platforms are so important because we have to consistently, consistently break down, you feel me, all these uh, neoliberal structures that they're giving us and these colonial ways of thinking that they're giving us, you feel me? And that's why this shit has to be constant. We got to push back and educate folks, you feel me? Like, I think King is a perfect example. Like, we can take King's legacy and be like, you know, this is how they talk about him, but this was a real king. You feel me? Or the Panthers, nigga. All we see is the guns and berets, and it's like, like no, nah, nigga, they was, was social programs, people, serving and, people. But that's why history is important. You feel me? And I think that's why you know talking about uh, Black History Month and and you know this idea called Black Radical Month, I think is important because a lot of times Black History Month, you know, this ain't no shade to Carter G. Wilson. Like I think that nigga had a, the right intentions with it, but the state came and co opted it. As they you feel me? Do. As they always gonna do with shit. So I think. 
you know, talking about black radicals this month and then uplifting the history of, of revolutionaries who, um, you know, made strides and progress from, you feel me, from Barinka Faso to here, nigga, like, nigga, <laughs> yeah. niggas have been rocking, bruh. Africans have been rocking throughout the diaspora, you feel me, for, for our centuries, freedom. Nigga. For <laughs> centuries, nigga, for centuries. And don't let these niggas reduce us to the civil rights movement. Don't let these niggas reduce us to the neoliberal shit of the 2000s with the Barack Obamas. No, nigga, for 500 years, nigga, we've been mobbing. And before that, nigga, we've been fighting back. Don't let these niggas play us and reduce us to that shit. Ah, uh, man, I'm just, I know I'm finna wake up tomorrow and check the timeline. And I'm gonna see Kamala Harris on my shit as the first black woman vice president. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? Like, bro, yeah. she is a colonizer, bro. She works for this imperial state and her regime with Biden. Just up the ante in Somalia and drop telegraph. And then why how they like they'll they'll like the reduction is the reduction this shit works on two ways. Like they'll reduce the black radical niggas to the ways that they have um, you know, in the way that I guess de- depicts them in a way that aligns more with American representation, and then they'll reduce fucking Kamala Harris, a person like Kamala Harris or Barack Obama, for all from all the violence that they did to uphold uh America and it's just it's fucking wild. It's all part of the jig. You feel me? It's all part of the game. It's all part of the the propaganda. But that's why I think you know, I'd encourage people, um, you know, who gonna do Black History Month festivities. You feel me? Who gonna gonna celebrate this month? Like, let's celebrate revolutionaries. Let's celebrate the radicals, the folks that fought for you to have everything that you have today. Was our ancestors? You feel me? Niggas still living. You know what I'm saying? Like the Panthers and shit. Like nigga. All, you know, I always tell, like, my students, you feel me? The, the only reason why you're taking African-American studies and can major in this shit, nigga, is because it was black radicals with guns who came up on the campus saying, nigga, we need black studies. Because it was black Panthers, you feel me, niggas at Merritt College fighting and organizing for black studies and for, for community control of educational resources in their community. You know, like, everything you got is because of black revolutionaries and black radicals, bro. Yep. You feel me? Even all these quote unquote gains that we've had under integration, you know what I mean? Even though radicals wasn't fighting for that nigga, it's like these gains that you have is because of bloodshed that they shed and, and the, the sacrifices that they made for us to be here today, bro. Yep. And like if we're gonna get on some black shit, let's at least do it in a way that's not defined and supported by the white supremacist masses. Ain't no black shit, ain't no real black and African shit finna be upheld and supported and blast to the world. By these crackers It's not gonna happen So you should know Anything that they support And that they getting behind Is because They benefit from it Come on bro So let's just do it The right way Let's celebrate Let's actually celebrate um, Black folks In their entirety Let's acknowledge The niggas In their entirety Like Barack Obama Like um, The Secretary of Defense I don't know this nigga name Like Kamala Harris Like the black cops Let's look at those niggas For who they truly are And let's look at the revolutionaries And the radicals For who they truly are And not let these niggas Be watered down By these crackers I don't know what episode this is But now y'all here You gonna do the spiel About following us And liking and subscribing And shit now <laughs> Well if you wanna get A black radical podcast Go to <laughs> patreon.com Slash hellblackpod <laughs> But nah Fuck with us on Spotify Apple Podcasts SoundCloud You feel me Hella black. Spread our shit. We cannot Bruh. say this enough. Like, y'all gotta spread our shit. Man. Look at what we up against. Y'all see it. Y'all watch TV like we do. Y'all see the timelines <laughs> like we do. Come, Come on, on bro. Spread this shit, bro. That Not for us. Shit. shit. For the people, nigga. <laughs> Get <laughs> this on. radical shit out, nigga. Like that, that that's what our, our people need now more than ever in this 
in this counter-revolutionary moment that we is in where, you know, we had this this incarnation of a black liberation movement pop up and now we have all these counter-revolutionary forces that act by the name of, of Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden and, and the fake progressive shit that they try to spew, the AOCs that try to spew all this progressive shit, all these motherfuckers is imperialist, bro. The state, they work for the state. You feel me? So that black radical shit, that pan-African shit, that revolutionary nationalist shit, you feel me? That's the shit we strive to be on and, and, and guide our life with. You know what I'm saying? Because the answers are out there. The answers are out there. And it's important we become educated and politically educated. And if you don't know what political education is, man, tap into our last episode where we define <laughs> political education. <laughs> oh, God. Before we get uh, too further into the, my favorite part of this episode, um, can we touch a, Can you talk a little bit about Black Radical Month um, and the way that you know, I don't know when when it was that you started really kicking the hashtag, and I don't know if it was someone, um, if the if to your knowledge it was being used before you started kicking it um, in that in that arena yeah. of Twitter, quote unquote. But yeah. yeah, I think I was the first person that at least on Twitter, you feel me? Yeah. Like I just was like, oh, it's like 2016, and still I would say early in my political development. I feel like shit. I'm still early in my political development now, yeah. even though. You feel me? Always going to be developing politically and, and, and reading more and more and learning more and more. Um, but I think it was just seeing like, damn, bro, it's Black History Month and everybody get on board for Black History Month like it's a parade or some shit, nigga, like all aboard type shit. Yeah. And racists celebrating it, the state celebrating it, liberals celebrating it. You feel me? And then it's like this, we get this packaged form of blackness spewed at us from the neoliberal propaganda machine. That is celebrating, oh, the first black person to come to Cal or, you feel me, the first black quote-unquote inventor, the, you know, just just shit like that. It was just like, a, it felt like a very watered-down version that of like, history. Is that, uh, George Washington Carver? Oh. Um, <laughs> they love bringing that. No disrespect to my nigga, but like, that's all I saw growing up. Like, man, this nigga needs peanuts. Like, why, bro, what else is cracking? Why, was it electricity or was it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to disrespect uh, I'm sorry. That's bro. crazy. But that's my, shit they really... Like you remember, I know in your class, you know in that class you had like they'll have like the poster they'd be having. You feel me? The niggas in there and it'd be MLK, Carver, Rosa Parks, Uh, Booker T, Frederick Douglass. Great, great people. You feel me? Great people. Again, by the result of every right step that they taken, niggas like you and I exist. Period. Off the rip. But they have been reduced to things, and they have also been the blanket for blackness. You know, they haven't been taught, but they also have been like the blanket for fucking blackness. In this country, it's like okay, we'll just talk about Martin Luther King. It's like why did not have nigga? And we I went talk to about school down the street from fucking Oakland Community College. Why the fuck was I not learning about Huey Newton? I know why. Like why the fuck was I, wasn't I learning about Asada Shakur? I know why, but like come on, my nigga. Like these niggas exist and these niggas have yeah. had impact on the world. These are the niggas. These are the reasons why we have free school programs. Like nigga, I was on the I was on free lunch at my school. But the niggas, no never, them niggas <laughs> never told me, like, oh, you got free lunch because the Black Panthers, nigga, was organizing, nigga. Like, that's why you get this. It just made some, like, Berkeley, this shit just fell out the sky. Yeah, like, oh. <laughs> we're the intellectual ghetto of the West and we're the good whites. <laughs> I mean, shit, and you literally grew up, like, what are we, down the street from the Merritt street, College, bro. Like, when did you first learn about Merritt College in the history of Merritt College? Maybe a couple years ago. As an adult, for sure. Yeah. Of course, like... I, and again, I say this all the time. I was talking, telling you and Q this the other day, but you know, I, my uncle Clarence, 
I used to just like it was just known that if my uncle Clarence was coming, like when he came to Uncle Buzz, when he came to uh the the events and shit that he's finna get in your ear on some African shit and on some black shit, so <laughs> nigga he's like damn near run like oh we ain't trying to hear this shit today like nigga we just want to watch filmy cartoons type shit. <laughs> so I'm sure he was telling me about this shit. He might have mentioned it as a kid, but like when I really 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 started under getting hearing about it was like a couple years ago. But yeah, again, right like. But that should also be instituted in your textbook, nigga. <laughs> on Market Street. Why isn't it a big ass sign You see the rundown ass sign that says Oh this stoplight is a result of organizing by the Black Panthers Like that shit I caught the 88 down that street For nigga damn near two decades And I never seen that sign until We was with my uncle Damn Never seen that sign never noticed it Never noticed it nigga till a year ago Why is it not bigger And you see it's all ran down down Nah I remember I remember like Reading about the sign in like a something at, at Cal, and I used to literally write down market on my little tiny ass scooter that I used to have when I used to work at the Boys and Girls Club from Cal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, damn, one day I just stopped. I said, like, oh fuck, this is that stop art. But it was still run down as you see today. Peeling it, you can't even make the words out on it. But yeah, so you started using the hashtag and you said it was uh, as just a, a way to like reclaim, own, yeah. yeah, reclaim the, the radical tradition um, and to tell the full truth. About our our leaders and our revolutionaries in a way that isn't watered down, liberalized, and turned into propaganda by the state to uplift the state. So, were you doing like a different person each day, or like how? Yeah, I was kind of starting with like a different person each day, um, celebrating uh, uh, you know the the achievements that they had for our people, uh, whether it was a person or uh, organization, and the work that they did, um, just as a way to uh, to highlight the work. You feel me? The history. That oftentimes, like, it's literally right in front of us, but, you know, we aren't we are recognizing it at times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the thought process, you know, did, I don't know, you know, niggas are still damn near in school at that point. Um, maybe, like, did maybe 10 days of it or some shit like that. But it started to get traction. I was looking back and I was like, oh, fuck, like, a lot of niggas was posting about this shit you know, using the hashtag, you feel me? Yeah. Um, so I would urge people, you know. To uh, to bring this hashtag back alive and, and you know under the you know the banner of Black History Month and Black Radical Month right it isn't to say I don't want people to take this oh you're trying to knock down Black History Month that's not it at all it's just to uh, to supplement um, the lack of radical analysis that happens in Black History Month and to combat the erasure and combat the literally the erasure of our history nigga like <laughs> you feel me and I think I think that shit's important yeah. you know and so while we here. I, you know, we already decided that we was going to use this episode to talk about a black radical, a black revolutionary. Uh, New African. Man, I'm so excited about this episode. But <laughs> it's I have wild because I was, I was looking back, um, you know, to the Black Radical Month shit, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. in the, the tweets last night. And, uh, like, my second one was like, oh, yeah, it's my family, Jalim Takim. He's one of the longest held political prisoners. You know, here's some of his accomplishments. I'm like, damn. And it's like 2021, man. Like. Now I gotta FaceTime him. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit damn near made me emotional, bro. Like, yeah. It do make me, even now, like, I feel it. Yeah. Like, that shit is nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, to, you know, at least give some, some time and use our platform to, um, you know, prop him up as the first person that we're gonna acknowledge for Black Radical Month in, in 2021. Um, um, I was hella juiced for this episode, bro. Like this nigga, over the last like three months for me, 
has been for show like I'm like all his books all the essays and shit I'm reading him is like bibles for me right now bro like this shit has just completely changed the way that I view the world and the way that I'm moving as uh, an organizer and someone that's trying to contribute to the liberation of, of all African folks and yeah like I'm I'm hella juice bro you should be yeah I would be Honored knowing that I had the same blood as this nigga pumping through my veins, bro. <laughs> like, I swear. Like, I, like, when you read this, you just realize why they had this nigga in prison for 50 years. Because this nigga could convince me to run through a wall. <laughs> I'm dead ass, bro. Like, like, I be reading this shit like, okay, like, this makes sense. Like, of course they, of course they kill niggas like this. And of course they put niggas in prison like this because they are a fucking threat. This nigga can convince me to do anything. I've read 80 pages of We Are Our Own Liberators. And every 10 pages has led to a direct action from me. Period, nigga. Everything has okay. I read. I need to do this. I need to say this. I need to talk to this person. Yeah. Or we need to start building out this program. Like you can't have niggas like this walking the street if you're trying to maintain colonial rule. You just can't. I mean, you know, I was reading some of it this morning, and, and just made you know one of the things he said is some of our sharpest minds and our, our greatest revolutionaries are behind prison walls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, bro, like reading his shit. I'm like, bro, this nigga is so. This African is so smart, so incredibly smart. The the analysis of, of political prisoners, the analysis of prisoners of war, the analysis of what it means um, to take up armed struggle against the state, and how that is framed. Right, like how Panthers. Even, Panthers yeah. are literally prisoners of war. You feel me under <laughs> the UN doctrines. You feel yeah. me of the United Nations and international law, and they aren't treated as prisoners of war. Feel me, like just all the the way it's all laid out. Yeah, that's what I, mean? I don't I mean, even know if it's so if it's clear. being if it's smart, bro. It's just like because I yeah, like I don't know how how I've even under come come to understand like oh this nigga is intelligent and like all that kind of shit. I, was, I don't like yeah, that's a I I don't yeah I'm I don't want to go down a rabbit hole, but there's just something about his his ability to communicate with folks, bro, and be able to take the struggle, the the fight. Um, the experience and put that shit into a way where it can resonate to you and give you a guiding light. Like th- that's that's what I've appreciated most from the work. It's um, like a revolutionary cookbook. <laughs> you feel me? You got the exactly. Like got sometimes the recipes, I read shit, and I don't really know what to do. I'm like, yeah. you know, you get you read right like the heavy it. heavy theoretical shit, and not even so much. I don't even know because this shit is is it's is, super theoretical, yeah, but it's like very concise into like. A plan. I don't know. It's like the you way you me? just named it as like a cookbook, bro. Because what cookbooks comes with like clear cut steps and then the ingredients to get you to the finished product. And so like that's what really shows up in his work is these clear guidelines of how to get you exactly what is needed for each moment and each step um, for the liberation of all for the liberation and establishment of the new African. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is just that shit is gold, gold. Yeah. And I think one thing, you know, people oftentimes online will talk about the Panthers as like a thing of the past mm-hmm. or like as something that just doesn't necessarily exist today. And, of, you know, the Black Panther Party doesn't exist today. Right. Um, it was destroyed by the COINTELPRO and the CIA and, you know, um, assassinations, assassinations and imprisonment. You feel me? Yeah. Like, but these folks are still here today. You know what I mean? These folks are still contributing to the movement. Um like folks like Sakula Dinga, I, I think about like, you know, some of the Zoom calls I'm on and shit like that. It's like, you know, f- folks like that supporting, they just got out, they right away supporting Julio. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, 
I say all that to say is like you can still learn from these people today. Like these people are still alive, bro. Like stop talking about like niggas like they, you know what I mean? Like they talk about revolutions. Like oh, all of them, you know, a lot of them did pass away. A lot of them was killed by the state, but some yeah. of them are still here, and some of them is free. You feel me? So I say all that to say is that Jaleel teaching the class. Yes, <laughs> y'all, and niggas need to sign. Niggas, <laughs> need, niggas to sign need to up. sign up. And also, well, so I meant to hit you the other day because somebody had hit me on Twitter, like replied to my boosting of the class, and was like, it's can you only take this class if you got sixty dollars? And I'm like, I mean, shit, I I get it. You know, like some niggas don't have sixty dollars, and also I also told people I sponsor. Yeah, but like yeah. nigga, can't all of us afford to sponsor everybody? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, so for those who aren't allowed to who do, who can who don't have the capacity to uh, you know pay sixty dollars, if you're familiar with Hella Black, we have done like a book review before, and we did it with Asada um, when we wrapped Jaleel's class and shit. Uh, I think we're gonna do another review of that, um, and like maybe we could post a PDF to the shit so that yeah. folks can follow. Yeah. yeah, we could post a PDF of the book. Um, but if, if if sixty is too much, you know, reach out to us for so can can figure out a way to. I know we can get some money together. You know, how? Um, oh yeah, so maybe I should just blast that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just hit us on Patreon or some shit, or, or hit us in the DMs. Yeah. Um, but it's a six six part course. You feel me? Six week course, Tuesday track, and then there's a Thursday track. Um, we're gonna post it on patreon.com slash pod so you can tap into the course. Um, this shit is all over Twitter, too. yeah. It's on my Twitter, it's on the Twitter. You feel me? It's gonna be on there. Um, but yeah, make sure you tap into this. It's $60, you feel me, for six classes. You feel me? That's revolutionary education <laughs> for a, a very, very affordable price, and you're being able to support the work of political prisoners. Buy that $60, you feel me? So this is a chance, you feel me, to really learn from a movement veteran. You feel me? Like, I wish there was Black Panthers, you know, teaching in colleges and shit. Former Black Panthers or former BLA members, you know, teaching in college. And this is, I'm just to be able to take this class myself and to really, you know, dive into it. Because it's one thing to read it, but it's another thing to read it and listen to the words and be be taught. And to not misinterpret shit too, you know what I'm saying? Like. A lot of it is cut and dry, but there 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 are just based on your own experiences, which is natural uh, opportunities for misinterpretation. Uh, and so, have an opportunity to get it straight from the source. I'm juiced, and and the I don't know if you mentioned already, but the book that he's going to be covering is "We Are Our Own Liberators," which is a series of essays um, that he wrote over the 50 years of of his incarceration, right? I forget exactly when the first version came out. Um, there's essays from like the 70s. And yeah, so there's essays. I mean, yeah. there's a new version that came out, I think, in 2010. I, I don't want to be wrong, but a new version, like the version I have, the version you're reading is a new version, yeah. an updated version. Um, so, yeah, it's a combination of years of, of prison writings and prison essays. Like, And you just got to think about, like, you know, Getting those like like really real when you read it you're like damn bro like this nigga was able to get these words out of prison bro yeah. you feel me like it's not like <laughs> that shit was an easy process so for me I just admiring that aspect you know I'm thinking about like um all the the, the revolutionary texts that have been like literally had to be you know smuggled out smuggled out whether it was like uh, what's the book called David Walker's Appeal. You know, like an abolitionist text that was, <laughs> what are we talking about, you know, overthrowing the plantation? And then that nigga would literally have to, like, uh, sew it into clothes so people could then take it out of the clothes <laughs> so people could read it. 
And, that's and it was causing literally revolutions, bro. So I feel like a lot of this this book really follows that that radical history and that radical tradition of, of getting the word to the people by whatever means necessary. And that's why we owe it to ourselves, to our ancestors, to the youth, to the people, to the to the black and African folks that don't exist yet. We owe it to them to immerse ourselves in this text because of the risk that was took for it to exist, for the shit that niggas had to do. Come on, you know what I mean? Like. Not just for the book, but in the name of Black liberation. of the experience that led to creating this book, bro. Like we, and I think anybody that's planning on contributing to to liberation movements, no matter if you black, what like not just you know what I'm saying not just for Africans, for all oppressed people, you got to read this shit because this is just a step by step fucking uh, guide into all the survival programs, the defense, the economic structures the, the interpersonal ground. communal communal the interpersonal and communal relationships the spiritual healing that's going to be necessary the for code the individual of, the codes you should got to have as a revolutionary the structures you need to have for a cadre like it, it lays out the game and a lot of times you know people will ask like but what do we do this but what do we do well right there. we are only liberators about Julian went to Keem you know who's one of the longest held political prisoners um, and it's still literally being surveilled and attacked by the state since post being incarcerated. And we know why. And, Again, you know, a nigga like this cannot be on the streets. The, the fact influence. that you, you think about the way think about the way that communication has changed for y'all since he's been out. It went from emails, from and JPay, <laughs> a rant, sometimes phone calls to now being able to have access to him at, at any given point for him to have access to you at, at any given point he can access to the people at any he can given tell point us what to, to do to be able to teach the people this course come on of course they're gonna make sure his nigga go back to jail I remember like there was, there's times where he was teaching black history in the pen and that nigga would be sent to the shoe I'm trying to stop using the word because I don't like I, yeah, he don't fuck with it uh, but uh, that African was sent you feel me to solitary or transferred from prisons for literally teaching people. So, right, let's you know, be clear. You got to be understand like these are the niggas that was on permanent solid on solit- solitary confinement, twenty three and one. No exposure to the outside world. No exposure to the rest of of, of um, the folks that are locked up for for specific reasons. We cannot allow you to impact these folks' minds. And again, if I'm telling y'all right now, as someone that's been organizing heavy for the last five years, that I have read Jaleel's books over the last three months, and they have led to direct action. They have led to us changing our political education structure. They have led to us striving to build coalitions with other organizations. They have led to us working with folks outside of Oakland. I'm telling y'all this right now. Like this is this is what they don't want to happen. Period. I read this book and it led to direct direct action. The same way that revolutionary suicide led to That's people's breakfast Oakland. Yeah. It, this is what we are our own liberators is doing for us. And this is why it's we need wild. to be. This is why. This is why we need to yeah. be reading this shit, and this is why they don't want us reading it. The ops don't want this to happen. Because I was like, I was reading the article you started, and I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I like I hear like Jalil. I hear we are on liberators within bro. the piece, and it's just like, bro, shit is just. It's amazing to see like how this textbook is is relighting that light for us in in a lot of ways. You feel me? This is because I've read. I've ever read. Period. I've read the essays in different order. Like I've never read the whole shit in order. Mm-hmm. I read it in different different orders and shit, you feel me, and shit online and whatnot, but this is definitely one of the most influential books I've ever read, influential essays I've ever read in my life, you feel me? a necessary reading? This, uh, it's, this not, isn't, it's required reading for <laughs> anyone that's trying to get free, nigga, yeah. or anyone that wants to see people get free. This is required reading. We will not get free unless you read this, nigga, because we are our own liberators. Period, nigga. We are not going to get free. Y'all have to read this shit. 
Oh my god, I can't wait. I really and I'm, I'm just to be able to take this class and then, you know, to be able to, similar like we did that side of book series, we're going to do a We Are On Liberators book series and, and um, read the book and encourage folks to to read the book with us. And we're going to do, do a um, take takeaways, you know. Um, but what, what's just to give the people like a little sprinkle, what, what's been the biggest takeaway for you so far um, and, and what you've read so far? Um, I, I th- It's... it's a few things. Uh, one one thing that comes to mind is like organizational structure, and and what it truly looks like to build power within, uh, and what it looks like to build trust with your comrades. What it looks like to set you and your comrades up for success, and having strict codes of operation and conduct. Uh, what it looks like to um, reconnect with Africa. And see yourself as African, not in a way that denounces, you know, um, like that denounces blackness or erases our struggle here. In this, in this yeah, like not in a way that erases it, but but connecting the two, realizing that you know, for me, it's like all right, being every, what it means to be black in America um, is to to consistently struggle to forge a new Africa to be a new African. Like that shit is black. Being black is just on a path to being reconnected with our roots as Africans. Uh, And so I think it's like, and so it's been the structural and organizational shit that I've taken away, the militancy and and to understand that to forge and fight for a new world means being able to defend it, to uphold it and sustain it and to allow it to grow and accepting that the fact that you know, colonization is violent, so why wouldn't be why wouldn't decolonization be violent? And that's just that's one of the biggest things I've taken away, and not in a sense to where I feel like, you know, gung ho to just pick up a gun, but now I know exactly why I have to. And it's something that's like completely healing and calming and accepting with all that. Like I've just accepted all my fates as a result of what I'm contributing to and what I want to be. Um, and so yeah, like this shit has just been. I keep trying to tell niggas, bro, like this shit changed my life, <laughs> like straight up. I found spirituality, spirituality through um, we are our own liberators in a way that I didn't know existed, nigga. Uh, <laughs> I found identity in we are our own liberators in a way that I didn't know existed, and I found community in we are our own liberators in a way that I didn't know existed. And so yeah, this shit is required reading. And I'm not even finished with the fucking book. <laughs> like, I'm not even finished with the fuck. It's it's you know when you read something else, it's like when you get a song right and it's just slap hella hard and just play it out, bro. I mean, just I play that shit out in the as I've been days. rereading it, like I've literally reread chapters or reread paragraphs because I'm like, fuck, this hit hella hard. There's been times I need to run this shit back from my laptop. Like this nigga tripping. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jalil. Like he tripping. Like there's been times where I got up and walked away. Like we own one. Like. Get like chills. I get chills reading that shit, bro. And it's just like I be having visions, all type of shit. Like this shit is. I'm we we grateful, bro. Like we we lucky as fuck. Uh, and I just know like to know that he's one of millions that existed like this, and one of millions that will can that will continue to exist. And like I'm just happy that mm-hmm. you know we get this like the source right here. This is like we read fucking blood in my eye. You know you read all these. We get exposed to these texts. Um, while folks are are gone, you know, like this nigga is here. He is here, and he's teaching, and take his class. <laughs> Think about all the books that you shaped I mean? you as 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 a as a as an African as an organizer. Think about all those texts, bro, 
And imagine being able to just sit there with a nigga. And not in no fucking academy-ass, watered-down-ass way. Not in no nigga that you know, you know, is now fucking campaigning for uh, motherfucking presidential candidates and mayors and DAs and shit who was once picking up and busting at these niggas. Not on niggas who was, you know, once advocates for political prisoners, but not on speaking on niggas ever again. Not you, We're not getting education from them niggas. We're getting education from a nigga who refused to denounce his politics. Ever who refused to nigga, I will die in this mm-hmm. motherfucking cell before I before I reject my politic. We getting from we getting this shit from a nigga who I'm sorry, I'm, I'm we not getting this shit from a new from African. A, we getting this shit <laughs> from a new African that has stayed true to their politics since the first time they committed to this shit. Are we getting it from the source? Not again. Not from these neoliberal who was once down for the cause ass people, niggas. Yeah. None of, oh, no, we getting it from someone who was living and was willing to stay in a cell for the rest of their life. That's who we getting it from. Someone who refused to denounce their politics. Not someone who picks and chooses with parts of it to, you know, uh, get their own socioeconomic gain, yeah. right? It's like, nah, like shit, I don't care if I go back, nigga. This is what I'm talking, this is what I'm kicking. This is what I believe in. This is what I know is true. And so that was my if y'all can't tell by now, I'm really passionate about this book. <laughs> I haven't been this passionate about a book in a long, long time. Like I can't, and if you read it, you gonna understand. I don't like. I don't haven't met one person who started reading this book and isn't like. I mean, a lot of this shit is just so wild because when you read it, you're like, he is describing what a Kamala Harris was going to do right now. He is describing forty years ago. Forty years ago, nigga is is saying exactly what is gonna happen. He's talking about the nonprofit industrial complex before it even existed, bro. He's he's talking. He's talking about it. He's he's talking about it. Period. Yeah, so definitely encourage folks to, to tap in with the book. We finna post it on our Patreon. And then uh, we're going to post the Eventbrite as well on our Patreon. So I encourage people to take this real class, you feel me? I know y'all going to be in the academy and, you know, niggas taking their Zoom classes and shit. But, you feel me, put your other Zoom class on mute on your phone like I know y'all already be doing. And tap in with this real political education and this, and this real knowledge um, from, uh, you know, you gonna get mad at me saying this, but from a walking hero, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like a, a a real a real legend. Um, yeah. So, Jaleel is the first person we highlighting um, for Black Radical Month. First of many people we are gonna talk about on the podcast, um, and many movements that we're gonna talk about on the podcast that celebrate um, the history uh, and the traditions of of Black radicals, um, especially like thinking about armed resistance, bro, and thinking about the BLA. The BLA is not discussed enough, and it's you for a why. reason. You feel it was me? the most important faction. It was the, it was most, the most important, important faction. faction of the. It is the most. Nece- it's going to be the most necessary faction for us to get free. And I, and I know it. I don't know. I, I've been trying to figure out how do we even talk about bearing arms. This step of bearing arms, because any day a survival program is bearing arms because you're fighting back. Period. Point blank. Right. And so. This actual of picking up the gun and busting it in the name of liberation. I've been trying to figure out how to talk about it because I, I know it can be scary. Like we go yeah. to the range. I tell niggas all the time, guns make me hell uncomfortable. I've had partners get their whole head bust. I don't fuck with them. They make me feel uncomfortable. But I would be lying to say that we don't need them. To say that we don't need them. What do they do every time we we get we get some progress? They shoot us. What do they do when we not get progress? When we just when we just sitting, sitting around sitting at home. Use genocidal tactics against our communities. If it's not yeah. the gun, what is it? Morality and ethics? There, we we got to mm-hmm. bank on their humanity. 
You these are the most barbaric folks to ever exist. Somebody who never had a conscience. <laughs> these are the most barbaric people Kwame to Kwame ever Kwame. exist. And so, knowing that we can't rely on their humanity, knowing that every time Africans, knowing that they divided the continent through the gun, knowing that they stole all this land through the gun, how you think you're gonna get your shit back? Period. Knowing that they, knowing that they've taken lives, knowing and established power through the gun, how do you think? You got to pick up the gun and abolish the gun. And I think what the state tries to do, and this is something, you know, he, he points out and, and we are on liberators, is the state tries to make, they don't, they make them into like terrorists, right? They make the revolutionaries into these, these uh, quote unquote crazy people and not people who value humanity and not people who value peace and not, and not people, people who do anything who value to say people's liberation survive. of all people. You feel Come me? On. And that's why we pick up, you know, that's why. It's important to pick up arms. It's not in this way of just, oh, fuck, I'm this tough macho and I'm finna bust back. It's like, nah, it's like for our very humanity. And you understand as a rational person. And I'm person, doing this as a, a very political decision to affirm my humanity and to affirm my people's humanity. You feel me? And to defend our lives. Because it's like, nigga, we ain't saying armed resistance and we're saying, oh, go out, go get you a gun from the we gun store. We're not doing what the crackers do. And go pop out and just, no, we, we saying, bro, you got to be strategic with this shit and like nigga we in a defensive position right now yeah this is all the name of preservation preservation and preservation but you feel me we're not doing what them crackers do we're not telling you to go we're not telling you to go sit in their churches for hours and commune with these people with their elders and then you know shoot them execute them (laughs) while they're unarmed we're not telling you to travel across state lines at their um whatever fucking rallies they be have i don't know what white culture do people have besides rape and pillage I don't know. I don't know. They what, have like chili festivals. Whatever whatever them <laughs> Europeans be doing, we're not telling you to cross state lines and go shoot up their festivals. We're protesting in defense of our lives and these crackers. We're not telling up. y'all to go kick down their doors and just shoot in their houses. We're not telling y'all to do that. We're saying that as we grow as Africans, as we are able to establish our own sovereignty and self-determination, the last 500 years have shown us that they will use violence to maintain their colonial rule. And why should, like, if the oppressor, if your oppressor has a gun, why shouldn't you? That's that's all it is. And I, 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 for me, it's pretty cut, cut and dry, as knowing that I will have to use that violence begets violence, and knowing that my oppressor is a violent being, and that the only way I can combat his violence is with my violence. It's, and it's not the same. Like it's not the same type of violence. This is revolutionary counterviolence to the violence that we experience from this white supremacist, patriarchal, capitalist, colonial state <laughs> known as America. You feel me? Like that. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's counterviolence, bro. And it's only I violence really, by definition. It's violence by definition. By their definition. Realistically, though, it's like, bro, this is me affirming my humanity. Is that violent that I'm affirming my humanity? That I'm trying to protect myself. That I'm trying to protect my people. That we're trying to protect the, yeah. the next generations. Like, is that really the word violent? Because no, to me, when not. I hear the word violent, I think about these crackers coming into a church and killing black children. These motherfuckers lynching black children, black men, black women, the police, prisons, people not being able to pay rent because they lost their job. I think like, about Kamala Harris and trans women's. Trans women to men's prisons. I think about violence. That when I think about violence, I think Barack that's what Obama I think about. dropping more <laughs> bombs and, and authorizing the CIA to have more power with drone strikes. That's that's what violence is. Is violence us 
responding to that. No, that's us affirming our humanity, <laughs> our humanity. And I think that's what is important. One thing Jaleel has taught me is to not lose your humanity in this fight for liberation and where that spiritual aspect comes. Yep. You know, it's not losing your humanity and, and having like, you know, even in the code of ethics is saying shit like, you know, treat every person well until they disrespect you. You know, like treat every person with respect. Yep. So we don't become reactionary. You know, because you could, you know, even myself, oh, sometimes I got some hate where I'm like, man, Or so you a, don't become like the people that you're trying to yeah. avoid being. Or exactly, the, the right. people that you're trying to remove from power. You know, like that shit is just. You know, I, I definitely have driven around and seen a cracker and just yell, hey, cracker. And shit like that. Kelly yeah. can attest to that. But, uh, you know, it's like, Trina, you know, wanting to live in the, um, and being a model of like, what is it to, to be? And the thing about you know? revolutionary violence is it's only a necessity to combat violence. If these niggas stop using violence, we won't need it. We don't want like that. I, I, I always say, <laughs> bro, I would. It. You feel me? I would give up guns if they give up guns. If they give up their bombs, we gonna give up their bombs. You feel me? I don't want like why the fuck are there weapons of mass destruction in this world? I want that shit to never exist. You feel me? Like even we at the range, we like, bro, like this motherfucker is powerful. Like, why do these things exist? Like, why are we? killing you or why are they and they're killing us yeah you feel me but like these shit should not exist and you know like Huey Newton said you got to pick up the gun to abolish the gun I believe that's Mal actually who said that and Huey reiterated it you know but that's we as as revolutionaries we seek to end all violence we want to live in a world with no violence in a world where everyone lives in abundance even despite the horrors and uh, atrocities that Europeans have done to us I still want everyone to live in a world where there's peace. Yeah, like, bro, I don't, I don't <laughs> like, wake, I don't wake we're up not every even, day, you know, super angry and violent and want to inflict pain. I wake up fucking sad and hurt at, <laughs> at the reality of Africans, you know, in America and all across the diaspora. Like, that's what I'm angry about. And, I, like, come on, nigga. I would, if they told me, right, I, I would do anything to see this shit cease to exist. That's just what it is. I would do anything to see this shit cease to exist. And, I blame the oppressor. That violence is a necessity. When you say you don't like guns and want to be upset, blame them. It's not your fault. You didn't create this world. They did. Before, and it's also before, okay to have rage and anger yeah. in the system too. Yeah. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, not, humanity. Yeah. I don't want like I don't want people to say, "Oh, be soft." That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, you know, like have that. Think about these shit. As don't be like these. Me, don't be like me? these crackers who just run around taking away folks' humanity in the name of their own. They're not even the name of their own humanity, just in the name of their fucking power. That's just it's just what it is, man. We got to accept it. You know? And so, y'all tap in with this class. Hopefully, y'all learn something. Y'all go tell a friend to tell a friend about Hella Black. Um, Read We Are Own Liberators. We're going to put it on our website or our Patreon. And, uh, yeah. Share this shit. Spotify. Apple Podcasts, you feel me? Post on your IG story. Tag at Hello Black Pod. Post the shit on Twitter. Tag at Hello Black Pod. We finna retweet. You know, show us some love and, and, and spread spread this knowledge, you feel me? Because it's, it, it ain't making no sense for us to only, you know, one person listening there. Oh, I learned, I learned something. You feel me? You not tell somebody. It's a disservice. So let's, let's spread this knowledge. You feel me? Let's keep educating ourselves. It was get free. We are our own liberators.